Conversational Comedy Podcast. This is the Down Tempo episode. My name is Tay. My name is Tori Thompson. Y'all shouldn't have told me this was, you shouldn't have said, you should have maybe warned me ahead of time this was a Down Tempo episode because I was well, going to start off. A, this is a comedy podcast, Tyler. You got to kind of roll with the punches. Comedy is, is always low energy. I, I guess I can try. Right, um, do you want to start over then? No, I think I have this. Okay. Ooh. Hello. Ooh. My like name silk. is Weeb Boy Tyler. Oh boy. Mm, yes. Oh boy. Tell me tell me about your weeb adventure, Tyler, here on NPR's Baseless Claims. Well, uh it all started uh about maybe ten years ago when I started uh jerking off to Hentai. Uh okay. I found myself uh, you know, a little bit bored with reality and and uh and real sexual encounters so yes. i wanted to find something that was more animated quite literally so tyler I, uh, and let's hold on let me let me just stop you there because i i feel like we're missing a sort of uh big a larger portion of this chronology and it which is, is the that boobs. the boobs are the larger portion i well, do like true yep. but you you got sick of reality and you had to move into something a bit more surreal and it was hentai after you had sort of emptied the chamber of simpsons porn yeah, uh, I do have to say that, um, uh, you know, it's going to be a little bit embarrassing admitting this uh, live on the air to the entire nation. But, uh, you know, I, I, I was in a dark place for uh, for a couple years and I thought Marge Simpson was dummy thick. So it, it was something that I had to uh, kind of personally work on and, uh, you know, find my way through. But then I started uh, finding anime, real anime, not Simpsons anime. And I was pleasantly delighted that their skin was not yellow and they had a little bit more animation to them, quite literally. Uh, I was also pleasantly <laughs> delighted that the boobs are much, much more drawn than Marge Simpson's. So I didn't have mm-hmm. to kind of, <laughs> I didn't have to enter a fake reality. I was in the reality already. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and the, the anime breasts do have a, a little more wiggle and bounce to them, a little mm-hmm. more tickle and slap up. And, yeah, up in yeah. There. No, there's nothing. Physics. There's nothing like your first time with an anime body pillow. Uh, that's mm-hmm. really what solidified it for me uh, was when I was just going at it one day, you know, as they say, whacking the weasel. Uh, I just had my silk anime body pillow of a character I'm not going to name on the show just yet. Not sure. Uh, it was Marge Simpson, wasn't it? It was, it was not Marge <laughs> Simpson. <laughs> uh, I know the coded language. It was Marge Simpson. <laughs> it was it was Senpai Lois Griffin. Mm, homie! <laughs> <laughs> Cheeks is waking up, Bart. <laughs> Marge, you're clapping your ass cheeks. Ah, you're so dummy thick, Marge. Homie, homie, stop! I feel it in my gut, homie. Marge, <laughs> I need to come, Marge. <laughs> ah, not inside, not inside. Oh, we're gonna have another baby, Marge. <laughs> ah, I can't have another baby. My ass is too dummy thick. <laughs> Oh, but Marge, I'm coming. Oh, hold on, hold on. Improv. Now I'm Lois Griffin. Oh, no. Peter! Peter! Marge, we have an intruder in our house. Oh, my God! It's it's a crossover episode. Peter, I can't believe you rented an Airbnb with the Simpsons. Yeah, guess we're all fucking. I don't know how to do Peter Griffin's <laughs> voice. 
Uh, giggity, giggity, we're all having sex now. Koyas is on, folks. Giggity, giggity, giggity. No, and then you gotta do, and then you gotta do the old man because it's improv. So yes, and oh god, oh, I guess we're all doing this now, Chris. Come on, slide into these old knickers. Oh, Blessed. God. I thought the women and the men were going on a vacation in the Bahamas, not a not a fuck fest with the Simpsons. I hate this bit. Can we do something else? Please. Yeah. Ah, they're all fucking. It's me, Cotman from South Park. <laughs> Now I'm fucking Marge Simpson. This is garbage. This is garbage content. Wait, what's what's happening right now? Brain blast. Oh, God. Hey, Jimbo. Whoa, what's going on in here? (laughs) The the crossover episode no one asked for where all of the characters have an orgy together. The crossover episode that nobody wanted, nobody asked for, and also tanked our podcast. (laughs) Ultra Lord is going in Marge Simpson's vagina. (laughs) <laughs> this is that's the worst. Sucked. I I no, uh, that's stupid. I hate that. Actually. This is this is bad. Um, uh, you know what's good though? Uh, Go karting, and uh, I was recently informed that one of us here in this call is a bit of a uh, a cutthroat when it comes to go karting. And uh, I don't want to talk about go karting. I, I don't know who know. you're implying. I don't know who you're implying. It's not See, me. You see, Tyler, I have a theory. I have a theory that uh, you used to do underground go kart racing, Ooh. and you made a bet with the shady underworld dealer guys of go karting world, and they were like, "If you beat us, we'll give you the money that you need for your surgery or whatever the fuck." And then they were like, "As mobsters love to do, is pay for your medical bills." Yeah, the real villain of the show is always the U.S. healthcare system. Yes, for sure. <laughs> and then the villain was also like, but if you lose this race, we get to kill your entire crew. And you were like, you're on. And your crew was like, we're behind you, Tyler. And you go in the race. But the guy I'm pretty used- sure this is this is the plot of Speed Racer. Yes. Uh, and then you guys go into the race. But the other team uses dirty tactics and you lose by a couple of seconds and your crew dies and you vowed never to lose another go-kart race again, which is why you're so cutthroat at go-karting. I want to know what those dirty go-kart tactics are. Like, are they riding past you with like Dothraki swords, like taking heads as they go down the line or what? Do you remember back in the Roman Coliseum chariot racing days? Do I remember? Yeah, I was there. Yeah, dude. Uh, I remember vividly. Like spikes and swords on the wheels so that when they rode close to other carts they would bump into each other and cut all the spokes of your wheels off rendering your cart fucking useless that i'm I'm imagining there's something similar for go-karting no it's it's like it's like in the phantom menace when that weird lizard man like sticks his tongue in anakin's pod racer and Uh somehow it makes him slower i don't know it looked like he gave the thing cunnilingus and then was like (laughs) and then he walked off uh you mean sebulba yeah Uh, when sebulba gave anakin's pod uh cunnilingus uh i'm pretty sure he just hit it with a wrench and a part broke off but off, well, I that's guess. how cunnilingus works, you oh, idiot. Okay. You just exposed yourself. <laughs> oh, shit. Cunnilingus is in the eye of the beholder. Exactly. <laughs> Look, um... It's more of a mindset yeah, if, than anything. If you guys, if guys want to talk about go-karting, I'll talk about go-karting, but the one thing I'll say about go-karting is that when I get on that track, 
I see red. I don't see humans racing me. I see opponents that need to be destroyed at yeah. any any measurable cost. Even if it's immeasurable, I will take them out. Yeah, because it's not it's not fun time go-karts. I finally feel like I have a worthy rival in go-karting. And I, I swear to God, on God. I swear to God, I'll fucking this, kill you. When this Rona shit's <laughs> over, we are going to go fucking toe-to-toe in the go-kart pit. It's we're not going to go toe to toe because I'm going to cut off both of your legs before you ever enter because I am the go kart king. And this yeah. is my domain. Oh, so it's not a skill thing. This is a very accommodating go kart track and they have go karts that are accessible by people with no legs. So who's laughing Look, now? I'm going to I swear to God, I'll make sure you die in a firestorm on that track and I'm not fucking around. I'll just pit maneuver you easy peasy. No, I'm well, gonna I'm gonna sabotage you. I'm gonna blow up your vehicle. So what you're telling me is you can't win unless it's unfair. Well, because my entire crew, like you said, it did unfortunately perish in my race mm. with the underground go-kart villains. Uh yeah, those carts went about twenty miles an hour. It was real cutthroat. Oh but, god, um, that's so fast. Yeah, it was it was the go-kart Yakuza. They, they <laughs> <all> <laughs> came after me. And then they killed my entire crew, and now... But, but they did pay your medical bills. Yeah, yeah, they did They did actually end up paying for the medical bills, which was pretty nice of them. Because mm-hmm. after a week, they were just like, yeah, it was actually kind of fucked up that we killed your whole crew, so uh, here, I guess? And then yeah, the Yakuza the is super nice. They're super nice people. They get a bad rap, for sure. Yeah, I know, they sure. do get an unfortunately bad rap. Now, um, but... Ta- we have been friends for such a long time, Tyler, and it, I do find it weird that so many times over the years when I you've been like, hey, man, like, let's hang out. And it's like, sure. What should we go do? And I'm like, hey, well, let's go go karting. And you're like, no, I don't think we should do that. And you've always kind of been against it. And now now I'm seeing it from from a new angle here. And I'm, I'm wondering what happened to you in your younger years that did uh, dissuade you from the well, go kart life. Yeah. Talk about talk about your go kart journey here, Tyler. Let's <sighs> let's get it out of the air, you know? I, really, I love really what open that, up about it. I love what you're essentially doing is, hey, Tyler, I'm tired. Why don't you take the podcast reins right now? How about you? Drive? I'm, so, I'm so happy you're on board to do it, because honestly, <laughs> yeah. I, I, I did not prep for this. You know, forgot I had dinner Fine. plans at the Olive Garden and now I'm just ah fuck. I'll talk to you. I, I planned them months ago before coronavirus, and I'm I'm pissed that they're still closed. I was really <laughs> holding on to that reservation. Yeah. <laughs> um. So, uh, obviously, what happened was the go-kart Yakuza, uh, they did put out a blood letter on my name, and they did kill my entire crew. Uh, but the other thing is, uh, I think it all started uh, when I had to, not had to do, I got to do go-kart racing as a young child at this place in northern Minnesota, and I was always forced to do the kitty go-karts, and the oh. kitty go-karts went like, 12 miles an hour are you talking about the place that has like the indie carts that go like 45 miles an hour yes okay that place fucking rocks i never got to do the indie carts and my dad always got to and i was like this is bullshit yep i'm i'm the driver in this family i was gonna say and since you hate your dad so much it only fueled the flames yeah well plus your dad was shit-faced yeah, he was <laughs> really just I don't know why they let him drive. He's not even tall enough. No, the joke, the, the, the fucking joke guy, being that my dad is like five four. 
his dad is very short. But also, it was weird how the employee was like, uh, right this way, Mr. Matheson. And then he looked over at you and said, I love it when they're like this and winked. It makes it much more fun for me, kiddo. But um, I was always stuck doing the slow go-karts. And I always wanted to do the fast go-karts. And anytime I would do it, I was just preparing to to get in the fast ones. So I would always, like, run people off the off the cart in preparation of, like, you know, I got to train for the 45 go-karts. Yikes. So I was, I was learning how to maneuver and everything. And uh, there was there was an incident where they have those like tire piles and uh, someone, you know, was was trying to fucking cut me off. And I'm not OK with that. So I spun their ass around as like a seven, a seven year old child. And then the go kart people yelled at me. And also my dad did <laughs> <laughs> saying that I can't do that. And I was like, why? However, the rush that you felt was unlike any other, and it imprinted itself in your subconscious that this is what you needed to do with your life. So you pursued that, right? Yeah, kind of. I, I kind of gave up the karting because I'm, I'm so serious. Whenever I do go-karts, I just I don't see people as human beings. It's purely like, hey, either get good or get off the fucking track. And if you can't get off the track, I'm getting you off the track. And it's not about like, oh, you're an opponent who raced clean. It's about you are someone here, so I will end you. Yeah, it's. I just want to be sure we're clear on this. The thing is, is that it's more like you are in my way, and that pisses me off. If there is nothing that pisses me off more when someone is in front of you and they're slow and they're like weaving in and out, so you can't just like get around them and have your fun. How I Mm -hmm. see it is like if someone sucks at go karting they ruin the fun for everyone else on the track because the fun isn't, oh, let me deal with this mom that's trying to take a picture while she's driving a go-kart fuck and has that. her phone. Actually, yeah, for real, that. though, fuck that shit. I hate it You're so ruining much. it for everyone because I want to fucking whip around that corner and not have to worry about what's in front of me or I want to actually have a competition and you're like, you're ruining it. I, I did... So I stopped for a while, and then a couple years back, you remember at the Mall of America when they used to have those fucking sick-ass go-karts upstairs? Yeah. Yeah, so I went there, and I was like, this is going to be my first time go-karting in a while. I love go-karting. I want to make sure this goes good, because I know I am prone to getting really mad at people. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, And I asked the employees, like, hey, this is super fucking expensive. I'm going to pay for a round. But can you make sure that, like, I'm fine with waiting as long as it takes. I don't want to have a child in my, like, yeah mm-hmm. laps. Like, and it's, like, 13 and up only. So it's, like, they're not technically, like, little kids. But, like, come on. They're kids. Yeah. So they were, like, oh, yeah, sure. So I ended up waiting, like, a half hour. And then they were, like, okay, cool. You can, you can take this round. And uh, I get in. And then one of the other employees is like oh we need one more person and then this little girl like probably shouldn't have even (laughs) been in there like runs into the cart and then the dude just looks at me and he's like i'm sorry and i'm like whatever like i'll just fucking lap her i'll I'll just fucking pit maneuver her into the tires (laughs) yeah which brings me to another question t so do you purely look at it like Mario Kart rules where whoever is in first, even if the laps, like if you lap someone, 
you win the race or are you a time trial kind of guy where if I'm behind you, but I get better lap times, I win. Oh, it's it's time. Or is it's it more time. of a battle okay. royale thing? <laughs> it's a battle. It is a both. It's a combination. It's a battle can, royale. There can be like, only one. Yeah. I'm beating my time and I'm also beating the ever loving shit out of you, dipshit. Get out of here. Yeah. Um, Beat the pavement, Sally, you little bitch. So, surprise, surprise, the little girl fucking sucks at go-karting like a child would, you know? So, she's, like, in front of me, and she's, like, doing that shit-ass, like, weaving thing because she's just having a good old time with it, like, treating it like, oh, I'm having fun. No, Mm -hmm. this isn't meant to be fun. (laughs) So, she's just doing the stupid weaving, and then I'm like, I am so sick of this. Like, I'm trying to get around you without, like, bumping these because these carts are, like, way nicer, and you're not supposed to bump them. Yeah. But then I just got kind of sick of her. So on one of those like hairpin turns where mm-hmm. you have to like get your car like 90 degrees, yep. I slowed down, waited until she was totally perpendicular to me, and then slammed on the gas oh, and God. fucking rammed her into you're, the wall. You're kind of a <laughs> and then monster. Just held on the gas to keep her there and She's then backed up. Right, <laughs> Tyler. Look, get out of the fucking what way. demon overtakes That's... you when you go into go-karts? Like, next thing it's going to be like, yeah, and then there was this other little girl, and I just drove up next to her with my chrome piece and fucking took her out. Yeah, I, I went into this race with my sp- switchblade in my pocket, and when I got close enough to another player, you know, I just kind of bop right in the tire. I had a pocket full of jacks in my <laughs> <laughs> and I got in front of them and just threw them out. And I yeah. snuck some motor oil explode. into my cargo shorts and slicked up the track. God. It was, uh, and then the employees yelled at me because no, what I what? did. No shit, Tyler. No like, way, oh, dude. what you did was dangerous. And I'm like, what oh, buzz okay. that they saw you almost kill this little girl and went, Mm, you can't oh, do yeah. that, bud. Yeah, I, I rocked her shit. I would not be surprised if she got whiplash. <laughs> yeah, that's a wow. That's, that's something that you sound more proud of than anything. <laughs> yeah, I am because it was a really good move. This is something I just can't be on your side on. I'm nope, sorry. Not at all. I, I totally. Look, hey, I'm not hey, expecting you it. to be. I'm not. Expe- I know that I am the one with the problem. But at the same time, like, oh, you hit that little girl. So she was on the track. What do you want me to do? Oh, you're supposed to go around her. Okay, you're supposed but like, to race her, Tyler. That's the point. You're like, no, fucking some, some sins can't be forgiven, pal. Yeah, and then, but like at the same time, it's like, okay, sorry. You guys going to do anything about it? No, you can't. Okay, then I'm leaving. What are you going to do? Goodbye. Uh, I guess you got him there. You just burn rubber right in front of him. Oh, you can cuss this little girl. Yeah, she signed a waiver. So did I. <laughs> you can just leave with the cart. What are they going to do? Run after you? They don't have guns. <laughs> and they don't drive have carts. I'm in a cart. They're on foot. Yeah. <laughs> Tyler, is there a, an, a, a go-karting event, like an event that happens within a go-karting race that would make you feel at peace with your crew? No, nothing away? would. No, nothing, nothing would. I nothing see red. I see red. It's, it, I'm, I'm working up to get vengeance against the go-kart Yakuza and their nefarious tactics so mm-hmm. I can once again reign supreme and eliminate them. Even though they did pay my medical bills, which was super nice, I won't stop until all of them are dead under my okay, wheels. Okay, but Tyler, when you beat the go-kart Yakuza boss, you just become the new Yakuza go-kart boss. That's true, yeah. You can't eliminate them. You become them. 
Yeah, and then I rule with an iron fist, and then there's a sequel, and Vin Diesel enters in at some point, and we'll call it, like, too cart, too serious. Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> to show you that, even though the trailers, it is hard to watch the trailer for the movie without going, like, this has got to be a joke. Look at this. It's a grown man hitting little girls on a, <laughs> on a go-kart track. But then as soon as you say it's, you know, too cart, too serious, they're like, oh, I, wow. I get this it. This is a yeah. crime story. Mm-hmm. It's about, <laughs> about not having friends and instead having family. It also shows how serious it is when they see the VFX and they're like the VFX of like a child getting misted on the track by a cart going 90 is like super good. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah, the VFX supervisor really did a nice job on it. I, I'm, I'm that's very the thing happy. is, like, you always start it with a practical. So you did actually, it, it was a pig carcass, but you did actually smoke them on the track. <laughs> oh, no, 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 no. We actually did a real take. Um, the VFX is more so, like, the slow-mo and, like, the 120 frames, like, zoomed in. But no, mm-hmm. no, no, no. We wanted to do as much practical as we could. So I did smoke a child on the go-kart track. Mm. Yeah, yeah. It was they one of those cadavers that she had donated her body to science. <laughs> oh, no, she was fine. <laughs> she signed a waiver. She signed a waiver, Tori. <laughs> we okay. all signed waivers. What uh what is the most precarious situation that you could probably get away with if you say, "Hey, you signed a waiver?" I mean, I I worked at a fucking trampoline park where everything should have been borderline illegal, but it was like, <laughs> "Hey, true. my child just got their arm broken by an adult that rammed into them you each signed waivers i don't know what the fuck to tell you (laughs) yeah hey look you signed a piece of paper and that kind of like that piece of paper you signed basically means that me a 17 year old employee doesn't have to deal with this and you guys should probably take it outside i don't care if you get street justice i just don't want it you know involving me yeah (laughs) you know that that brings into question like people who don't read like the end user license agreement things too you know when those little dialogue boxes pop up when you get a new piece of software and it's like do you agree to the terms and conditions no one reads that shit no they could sneak anything into there that you just accepted you know like and they do let me tell you there was some shit in that fucking way because i got bored at work all the time and then i just read the fucking waiver and like by entering you're like basically giving them the right to like use your image in distribution and all marketing and which is pretty standard practice now, but like they can Mm -hmm. use your likeness for anything that they want. And also it's basically like you can't sue us regardless. If one of our employees shoots your child, you can't sue us. (laughs) Yeah. Cause it was bodily harm that happened inside. Sorry, bud read the waiver. My favorite one, though, was, like, there was, on the waiver, there was, like, uh, a gender box. Like, you had to check M or F. And then an employee came up to me and said, hey, someone is, like, kind of, like, arguing with me about the gender box right now. Like, do you want to go talk to them? And I was like, oh, yeah. Like, absolutely. Like, I'm going out there and I'm just getting ready to say, like, you know, it's whatever you want to mark, whatever you feel comfortable with. If it's like a non-binary situation, like, here's what we can do. Mm-hmm. And I was like getting ready with all these answers. Like, I'm going to make their day. Like, mm-hmm. I'm not going to be a shit person that's like, yeah, you're going to be like a total sorry, for sure. you're just sir. Yeah, take choose one or the other. Snowflake. Exactly. And then I get out there and it's 
honest to God, it's just like a 90 year old woman that's just like mad that she has to fill it out in general. She's like, well, why oh do you need God. to know this? And I was like, I, I mean, it's just like it's it's, it's, it's just kind of like and it wasn't it wasn't like a trans ally moment at all. It was no. literally just <laughs> an old woman who couldn't read it because she didn't have her glasses. And oh she's God. like, well, what's this? And I was like, ah, damn. all right. Well, should have known. We're in the <laughs> yeah. we're in the middle of like a pretty dicey fucking shit show suburb of like assholes. I should have yeah. known better. It's mm-hmm. also like, why do you need to fill this out? Because you're 90 years old and it's a liability to have you walk through the fucking door. Yeah, <laughs> yeah for real. At any point, you could drop dead. You could see your ch- your grandchild do a backflip and then just have a heart attack from how awesome it is. And then you're just dead. <laughs> Jimmy did such a rad stunt, it killed grandma. <laughs> yeah. Grammy, watch this. <laughs> uh, uh. <laughs> Whoa, that was a really sick gainer. <laughs> Die! Uh, that was fucking grimy, Ryan. And then over. <laughs> hey, you know what else is uh is really not suited for old people? Oh boy! Swing! Yes. <laughs> Hello and welcome to Sword Watch, our dedicated deviant detail devoted to bringing awareness to the dangers of life without swords. This is a special episode because it's not necessarily Sword Watch, but we'll get there. Okay, we'll get there. You might have heard about this, but woman opens fire on cell tower workers hundreds of feet in the air, Sheriff says. Oh, yep. I know oh, where this one's going. Oh, boy. Cell tower workers, the brave souls who climb hundreds of feet into the air to make sure your cell phones work, have a terrifying enough job. But police said an Alexander County woman made it even scarier by shooting at them this weekend. <laughs> Jesus Christ. And, and by the way, we do call cell tower workers heroes. So yeah. <clears throat> if you could please use the nomenclature. Okay, real quick, though, let's let's uh, let's strap into the old imagination machine and just put yourself in that cell tower worker's shoes. You're hundreds of feet up in the air, tethered to this fucking pole in the sky by like a small fucking metal carabiner. And you're like, oh, if this fails, oh, I Jesus fucking die. Fuck. Yeah, exactly. And then all of a sudden, you just hear. <laughs> you're like, oh, fuck. No, you would, oh, you would hear the gun. You would hear like the tink of the bullets before you heard the thing because you're hundreds of feet away. So it'd be like, yep. tink, tink. <laughs> no, no, no. Me, Even dude. better. It's like if she's got a fucking sniper rifle, she's like 800 <laughs> yards away. She's like she's, zeroing in. She, she's zeroing it in with like the fucking scope shit. She's got a nursing home assistant with her as she's a spotter. A spotter. He's like, <laughs> <laughs> she's got her old nom husband spotting. He's like chewing. Yeah, it's a not. It's a Vietnam husband. He's like chewing tobacco. And he's like. Go three clicks left. The the wind's about 18 miles an hour to the northeast. Thank God they have these flags on all these cell towers. <laughs> I'm super glad they're wearing a bright blaze orange, too. <laughs> the guy's like, he's, he's climbing halfway up. He's stopping to eat his protein bar. He's kind of like, he's got the waist strap on that's hooked to the, to the ladder. And he's leaning back and just kind of eating his bar. And then all of a sudden a bullet just takes out the carabiner. It's a cliff bar, okay? This this podcast uh, is sponsored. It's a cliff bar. <laughs> I'd fucking I'll eat some cliff bars for money. Oh, d- dude, if someone paid me to eat a cliff bar, that'd be the best day of my life. Cliff bars. They're good. They look Nailed like a it. piece of poop, but they're tasty. <laughs> 
Susan Moose has been charged with assault with a deadly weapon after court documents states she fired a revolver at cell phone tower workers. She didn't just fire like, you know, she didn't have a BB gun or like a nine millimeter. She had a fucking she had like a 350 revolver that would have blown someone's chest apart. Yeah, like Look, putting that anyone in can get lucky. Like most pistols and like rifles that people like own are like twenty two cal, right? At the maximum. And those are like little dinky ass baby bullets about the size of a pea. Yeah, they're gonna rip your fucking hand open, yeah. but they're not gonna blow it up when they make impact. She had like fucking uh, hollow point rounds. Yeah, I was gonna probably. say a three fifty seven is like the size of your fucking thumb. <laughs> She's going that that just tells me like, oh, she wasn't firing off a warning shot. She was yeah, shooting no, she to was kill the kill. <laughs> Channel nine got a hold of the 911 call made from the tower where a three person crew was doing work. I've got a lady across the street that's been yelling and raising hell since we've been here that were on her property. And now there's shots that have been fired. The caller told a dispatcher. I got oh, two God. guys on the tower. Um, that's a horrifying situation. Like, yeah, you can't get them down. No, they're just like sitting ducks. They're literally just hanging there. Like how I really hope she's got bad eyesight or got, yeah. she's got like glaucoma so or something fucked. because, oh my God. And it, of course it's a fucking like stand your ground shit too, where it's like, <laughs> they're on my property. I thought it was going to be some 5g shit, which it still might turn into. Oh, but it's Tori. It's not stand is. your ground. We haven't gotten there yet. Oh, boy. Oh, God. Deputy said when they arrived, Moose was armed with two axes and had barricaded oh, herself yes, inside yeah. her house across the street from the tower. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So she had a revolver. We've established that she has guns. But when yeah. the fucking feds show up, she's like, no, I'll take them melee. <laughs> I, I like to be up close for this. I like to see the light leave their eyes. And not only... Was it just like, you know, a wood chopping axe that she was holding with both hands? She is fucking dual wielding war <laughs> axes. Like, that's another level. Yeah, she got the akimbo upgrade for that one. <laughs> she literally was dual wielding axes and barricaded herself in like she's preparing for a fucking siege. That's a ballsy move, especially because... Your non-dominant hand, those bitches are so top-heavy, it's going to be pretty unwieldy to do it with your uh, non-dominant hand. Hey, who says she has a non-dominant oh, hand? Holy a shit, point. she's a fucking she's, animal. Yeah, she's been studying fucking combat since she was like 12, and now that she's like 94, she has so much fucking experience. This is the deal with this sword watch, is that we usually advocate that everyone needs swords, so if someone mm -hmm. tries to attack you or disrespects you, you can just fucking stab them or engage them in battle. Mm -hmm. Sword watch does not advocate for having axes, because then you're just a crazy person, okay? <laughs> if you have axes, you're yeah. just a batshit insane person, and we'll get to why you're batshit in a second. Axes yeah. are, like, brutal and primitive and like barbarian swords are elegant and like like uh, you can study yeah, uh, the blade no yeah, one's ever studied an axe seeing a duel is like a steel ballet for sure yeah when you when you hold a sword you feel the passion that the forge master put into that blade mm -hmm. with an axe it's just a sharp piece of metal on the end of a stick yeah i get that shit's for wood you know authorities were able to eventually get her out of her home she was arrested and charged with misdemeanor assault with a deadly weapon and resisting arrest. 
Seems light. Yo, how the fuck is that not a felony? How the yeah. fuck is shooting at two people in a cell tower not a felony? Yeah, shooting live rounds at anybody. People. Yeah. How? Was she how white? Is that not? And then also, how is her threatening officers with two axes mm-hmm. not a felony? It's almost like... They don't really care. <laughs> yeah. It's how well does that suspect, no matter how close they came to hurting me, how much do they look like what what I was taught bad people look like? <laughs> yeah. Oh, no, she looks like my aunt. Yeah, That's exactly. exactly. Like, oh, sh- she's just an old woman. She won't live that long enough on a felony charge anyway. Meanwhile, we slap like four life sentences on a drug deal. <laughs> it's fucked. Some teenager from the inner city that just sold like a dime bags worth of marijuana it didn't even sell it just had it on him four life sentences baby All right, you know what they did he didn't even have it on him the police planted it on him <laughs> it <know>? was planted <laughs> yeah sheriff chris bowman said moose has contacted deputies previously over concerns about the tower she's hearing voices from that tower oh, no. they're sending Jesus. signals oh, that no. type of thing are you oh, fucking no. for real? God damn it. Look, I always knew there was something shady up in there. Moose was convinced that the 5G tower was speaking to her. We were unable to discern how long that the tower has been speaking to her. Jesus. This, the person who wrote this article has fucking jokes because they just included, yeah, we were unable to, we were, we were unable to find out how long the cell tower has been talking to her. Like, it's just a fact. Like, yeah, the 5G tower was talking to her. <laughs> it was, yeah, it was speaking up and we, we aren't quite sure how long, but yeah, for sure. Like they were pretty tight friends and he didn't want people climbing on it. No, it was more like Courage the Cowardly Dog, like that, return the slab. Like, that's what she was hearing from it, guaranteed. See, yep. see now you made it justified for her to shoot this thing. No, that that says more about you than it says no, about No, 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 if, <laughs> if the fucking cell tower is, like, talking to you via telepathy, screaming eldritch nonsense at you, yeah, I'd be kind of fucking concerned, too. I, I don't know. Like, if if you have a sword, you're an elegant warrior. If mm-hmm. you dual-wield axes, you're just a 5G nutcase. You're just someone who yeah, thinks a 5G tower is talking to you. It even further supports that we need to all have swords on us, too, because if some fucking dingbat with dual-wielding axes comes at you, you need to be able to take them out with that steel ballet, you know? And, yeah, and you will, because it's easy peasy against axe people. You just mm-hmm. let them swing really wide with their big heavy metal. Let them hit the floor when you dodge out of the way and just poke, poke, and they're dead. Tay, I think you're vastly overestimating how good you would be in a sword fight based on the video games you've played. Yeah. You ever held a real sword? They have some heft to them. Yeah. Pretty big talk coming from... Uh, Poopy. Yeah, you poopy, just got owned, Tyler. You just got fucking wrecked, dude. How does that feel? Shit ass, man. It concerns me. The sheriff goes on to say, it concerns me she has a weapon and actually discharged that weapon. Oh, oh, what? Like, oh, it concerns <laughs> me she has a weapon and then that she actually discharged it. Like, oh, I wasn't worried about this 90 year old woman having a weapon. I mean, no big deal, but like, she actually fired it. Yeah, oh, I thought she had a gun to help make her breakfast. I didn't think she was going to use it to <laughs> shoot and kill people. It has so many utilities. Who is ready for pancakes? Ba ba ba! Dance pancakes. Do, 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 do. It's a 357 too, so it's loud as shit. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, you got to <laughs> let everyone know how cool your fucking shiny, beautiful gun is. Well, no, you have to tell all your neighbors that your pancakes that you made are done. That's why she has it. <laughs> it yeah, that, like you said, Tori, there's so many uses to this gun. Yeah. None of the workers were struck by the bullets. Okay, hold up. Hold up. I just had a really fucked up scenario play out in my head. Like this woman's child comes up to her and she's like, you know, Timmy, one day when I die, old Bessie will be yours. And she brandishes the 357. And Timmy's like, oh, that's cool, I guess. Yep. I've I've had a lot of times with this here Magnum. Every dog I've ever had, I've had to put down with it. Uh, what, uh, Grandma, what do you mean? Like, Sparkles was like a happy, healthy dog. You said that they went to the puppy farm and was having a good time there. Nope. <laughs> nope. Oh, Bessie took care of it for me. Or or it could just be, hey, Timmy, I, that 5G tower, I can hear voices coming from it. No, Grandma, I'm just listening to a podcast in my room. <laughs> it's baseless claims. You'd love it. It's, it's baseless, it's baseless claims. claims. Check it out. They told me that they told me that if I went to www.poddex.com, I could get ten percent <laughs> off my first order if I use code Swordwatch all one word at checkout. Grandma, damn it! Does that make us fucking accessories to this crime? Yeah, it does because we were the voices that she heard. <laughs> not if, hey, not when we're in the podcast international waters. She heard us talking about beans, and she was like, "Enough <laughs> of this." She thought to get rid of the audio signal, like, "Well, it must be coming from the cell tower." She was just trying to stop us from talking about beans. <laughs> She's really gonna hate the going to hate the beginning of this one. Too long. They're talking about Heinz baked beans. I'ma go pop a cap. <laughs> Keep it strapped, Tommy. <laughs> also, the sheriff added the dumbest sentence in the world mm -hmm. in referring to the cell tower workers. I think they were pretty scared. What? Of course. Oh, cool. my God. Why is why is the sheriff downplaying it so God much? It. I'm so fucking angry. They were a little nervous. Maybe they were just hungry. Anyway, this old lady, she was a misdemeanor assault. <laughs> <laughs> it was a misdemeanor she fired live rounds at people but yeah. it's a misdemeanor she yeah. hit the tower too mm -hmm. so like it wasn't like her aim was way off she hit the tower yeah and like the top of those towers aren't that wide so yeah, she was no. fucking close yeah if, the, if you hit the tower you're within a foot of hitting a, a live like, human being how do you fucking defend that there's no defense in the world well, it's because the sheriff also has the 5G tower talking to him. That's <laughs> true. That's that could yeah, be, yeah. Like in confidence when, when the sheriff was interrogating her, she was just like, I tell you, sheriff, they're talking about beans. The sheriff's like, you hear him too? <laughs> <laughs> just listen, sheriff, listen. And then it just starts, it comes, like rises into his. You his hear ears. like, you oh. hear like rising into the ears, just. Ah, homie. <laughs> <laughs> or, or alternatively, ah, plowy, the, homie. The sheriff has been hearing these voices for a long time too, and uh, didn't know their source. So when the woman is in the interrogation room with, <laughs> with, with him, he's just like, "Wait, you're talking about the boys who made the." bean jeans joke right and she's like yes the bean jeans i had to get it out of my head and he's like ma'am i'm gonna get you off of the misdemeanor don't you worry no it was about 
what really set them off was they were like because of the 5G. The 5G kind of uh, it's precognizant, so it broadcasts episodes before we ever put them out. So right. the 5G tower was broadcasting our giant crossover orgy episode, and they just had they got fed up. And I think all of our audience did. I think it wasn't just them. Yeah, no. Moose is also accused of breaking into a neighbor's home. And that's it. All right. So they kind of just... Here's like a tease for the sequel, like to be continued, sort of. Yeah, they did. Great. They did to be continued. That's they great. Newspa- hey, that. Newspapers are fucking dying, Tyler. And if they got, they got to do whatever it takes to keep those listeners coming back. They're like, ah, oh, fuck. It's like it's like watching Breaking Bad. You're just like, ah, oh, fuck. Let's do another one. What is it? <laughs> it's got to be like two five G two furious or some shit. Like, mm-hmm. what's what's her title? It's it's too too crazy for five G. Two axis 5Gs. Yeah, two <laughs> axis 5Gs. That's good. That has been Sword Watch, our dedicated deviant detail devoted you devoted to bring you awareness of the dangers of life without swords. Don't have an axe. Have a sword. Because when yeah. you have an axe, you're going to start hearing voices from your 5G tower. And it is in your head. It's not yeah. real. You're no. just a fucking nut job. Don't be a fucking weirdo. Don't be a fucking weirdo and tell the sheriff that you're hearing voices <laughs> from the 5G tower. On the off chance that he also hears them. Yeah, it, that's the thing. Is like, he did hear her story and go, all right, we'll get you off. I'm just a little bit shocked that this hasn't help, happened, like, around the country. With how many 5G, uh, like, truthers are out there. Uh-huh, I'm a, yeah. I mean, I know 5G towers are being vandalized across the globe. Yeah, but, what, a, what a cool, cool conspiracy, right? What a fun, what a fun thing. Like you look at the rest, like you look at anything else that's going on and you're like, no, that's the thing I'll care about that. That metal structure they just put up in the middle of town. I'm going to care about that. Oh, it's going to make my phone faster. Fuck you guys. I'm going to burn it to the ground. It's fast enough already. I don't need it. It probably has diseases in it. I also don't understand anything about germ theory. Yeah. The thing is like, where does that even start? There is reason to be concerned about the 5G towers, but nobody, nobody in the 5G truther community is acknowledging the right reasons to be, like, concerned about them. It's going to control your mind with alien rays. Hey, it's me, Alex Jones, returning back for a guest spot on the podcast. They cause coronavirus, not, you know, the Chinese government is going to use it to spy on all of our data because the most manufactured 5G towers are from Huawei, who are very closely tied to the Chinese government. But yeah, nobody fucking talks about that. It's all, uh, they cause corona. They don't need to use the 5G towers to get our information. They're already doing that with TikTok. They already have it. If somebody wants my data, they already have it. They know. No one's off the grid. No, no, no. You guys are getting my my point all messed up. See, I don't care if domestic companies have my data like Google. Oh, I don't care if I don't care if Zucks has my info. Yeah, I just care if the rotten Chinese government has it. Here's I'd rather let China have my data because what the fuck are they going to do with it? They're going to look at me jerking off to hentai and be like, "Okay, we have nothing to do with that. Yeah, they're going to be like, can you crop this video with him out of it so I can watch it now? Because that's hot. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. What is China going to do with my data? I'm not going to China anytime soon. Willingly. And here's the thing about Zuckerberg. Forcefully, they might get me. I don't know. Zuckerberg has all of my data. 
and he's watching me all the time. He's staring at me through my webcam because I didn't put a sticker over it like a big goofy idiot, you know? Mm. But he can't do anything. Like, he could have fucking photos of me with a Coke bottle halfway shoved up my ass, and I've, I'm fucking jerking off backwards or some shit like that. But uh, at, the, at the same time, I have that photo of him surfing. <laughs> And so like, like what idiot. is he gonna do? Hold it over my head? I'll be like, I'll like, look at this. Look yeah. at your fucking haircut, bud. I was gonna, I was gonna hard stop you on that, uh, that visual that you've proposed in my head of you jacking off backwards with a half a Coke bottle shoved up your ass. But um, Mark Zuckerberg wearing sunblock is much worse. Yes, yeah. But the thing is, uh, Tori, if he has that picture, it would have had to exist in the first place. So is this a common masturbatory practice that you employ? Um, define common. I don't think it really matters. Don't kink shame me. I'm, I'm not. I'm just curious. Moving on. What is China going to do with my data? I just want to know what they think China's going to do with my data. Well, I'm. It doesn't matter. They're just going to show it to all shit. their fucking underpaid workers and be like, that's who's buying your shit. Yeah. Like, Look at cool. him. I have a photo of him. He bought a lot of it. Yeah, I don't give a shit. I the only person I give a shit watching me is Zuckerberg because he's got uncomfortable eyes, and I don't want to think about him watching. Me. <laughs> he, he does got big bug eyes, and it is a bit frightening yeah, to it's look gross. at. What if they start using your likeness though? Like, what if you did end up taking a trip to China and you find out that there you are like a megastar model because they've just been <gasps> using cloning. your likeness? Chinese cloning facility. Uh huh. Uh huh. Oh um, shit! That's yeah. what five G is for. It's to get into our brains and access all of our molecular data that they can beam back to China and use to clone me. It's just like the island starring Ewan McGregor and <laughs> Jessica Alba. <laughs> Fuck. The, the film, The Island. Yeah, that, yeah, that, that great film, one. The Island. Fuck. That's what they're doing. It's, yeah. Hey, everyone, I'm here to talk to you today about Chinese Fuck. cloning facilities. Alex Jones, get out. We don't no, want you we here. Have to talk about, we have to talk about 5G and the This and the isn't cloning your podcast. Devices. You were not invited. We also got to talk about protein shakes. There's two of you now? What the fuck? China cloned us. I told you. I've been trying to tell you for years, <laughs> but China cloned us. Here's the thing that we need to talk about, gamers. Is that you have been trained all your lives by playing your, your Call of Duties and your battlefields and, and your battlefronts and your first-person shooters, okay? You need to learn how to use these weapons take them out into the real world, and destroy the 5G towers. This is your directive, gamers. EA is owned by China. Remember, think of it this way. Every bad mobile game ad that you receive is made in China. Doesn't that make you want to get rid of Chinese cloning facilities enough? If you play Raid Shadow Legends, <laughs> your, your, your mind has already been melted by 5G. It's, it's subliminal messaging. Raid Shadow Legends is, is to make you... Uh, uh, it's to get your data to sell to China, and then it makes you watch hentai. I would know. I got caught in the same trap. <laughs> Alex <laughs> Jones is... I'm going to say it. I'm going to say no, it. Both of you, both of you, shut up for a minute. I need to know how to kill you. What's your fucking kryptonite, Alex Jones is? Both of you. You can't kill me. You can't kill me. I'm like Metal Mario. I can only fall off an edge. <laughs> it's the only okay, thing that can kill so me. So what you're telling me is I have to devise some sort of fucking trap to put you in for all of eternity that will last all of eternity to seal you away forever because I can't kill you. Even then, I'm always pregnant, so I'll just build up enough baby bodies to, to crawl myself out of the hole. I'll just spit them out one after the other. I don't care how long it takes. I'll crawl out of your hellscape, and I'll spread the truth about 5G and Hillary. You can't stop me, you globalist. 
Every week, every week, I'm giving birth to a litter of Alex Joneses. Look, all I'm going to say is that I'm going to say, I'm going to give you one parting message and then I'm gone, okay? I just Please. need to come on. I need to Please come onto leave. the podcast leave. since I'm not allowed on YouTube anymore. I need to come onto the podcast and explain to you guys that I didn't have any interest in hentai until I played Raid Shadow Legends. It, it got <laughs> into my mind and they sent 5G signals and the voices were telling me to watch hentai and I, I watched it and I had a good time and I ordered a body pillow and that's how they got me. And I'm telling you not to fall into the same trap, okay? Don't play Raid Shadow Legends, whatever you do. Hey, what would you guys do if Alex Jones actually reached out and asked if he could be a guest on Baseless Claims? Oh, absolutely. Hell yes. That seems irresponsible, but yes. I think, I think I'm a yes on that, too. For the level that we're at right now, yes, absolutely. We'll get fucking clicks out the wazoo. However, I, don't I would know. fuck with him the whole fucking time. I don't know, because he is a master of fucking with people. So he, he would outclass you at every single Here's step. Here's what we do. Here's what we do. We tell him that the podcast is only half an hour long. So halfway through the podcast, when we're like, well, Alex, thanks you so much for coming on Basis Claims. It's been a great, great time, and the episode will be up soon, man. And he's like, all right, see you later, bye. And then the back half of the podcast, we just shit on him the whole time. <laughs> no, Tay, be honest. When Alex Jones is leaving, he would be like, thank you for having me on. I'm a longtime fan of Baseless Claims. I love the beans bit. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I heard you guys were doing pretty good in Kazakhstan. Good job. I never made it into that market. The only thing that I really can't stand is that. Nah, I lost it. Hillary. <laughs> Hillary. Uh, well, look, if Alex Jones came on the podcast, I don't I don't think that'd be a good move for us. Yeah, no shit. Yeah, no shit. <laughs> it, it'd be a, it'd be a bad look. A. And then mm, yeah, B. Yeah. We like. Our whole thing is like, oh, it's it's we're so quirky and random you know like it's just kind of like our edgy quirky random like cutesy shit that's exactly our uh, that's our aesthetic yeah mm. he is so much more like if i'm in the fifth dimension dude is in the tenth dimension <laughs> like, yeah yeah plus he's got such a big powerful body mm -hmm. he's gonna come up with way better shit and then we're all just gonna be just like disheartened and never want to podcast again because he wrecked our shit. So you're telling me he's a podcast vampire. <laughs> he's a <laughs> I don't know why that's funny. Alex Jones, podcast vampire. He he sucks the life energy out of all podcasts yeah. that he's on and he yeah. makes it his own. Like no one gives a shit about Joe Rogan anymore. They're like, you gotta get Alex again. Yeah, yeah. And I mean I just don't know what I would do when I see his big, powerful body on Skype. That's that's the other thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm going to be my, so horny. You know what I love about this episode particularly is how easy it's going to be uh, in terms of like creating the SEO for it uh, mm -hmm. in the metadata, you know, really, really write in that description to make sure people click this, you know? Well, actually, another thing that we're not considering about being tied with Alex Jones is that we become part of the alt-right pipeline just being associated with him. Yeah, yeah, then we all Does that are... depend on demeanor during conversation? Or is that just instantly, if he was on the podcast, we are then in that category? Yeah, I mean, we we'll be linked to then... searches when people are just like, incel talking points, and we'll just pop up. 
Mm-hmm. Ah, shit. Then we're all incels. Damn it. Well, here's the thing is that we already have a built-in defense because the army of incels and Nazis will just be like, no, it was all a joke. Everyone is so serious these days. Like, it was just a heated gamer moment. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going to say that I, I've i decided after this episode that I'm cool with just doing my own podcast about 5G ramblings. And we are, yeah. Tori, you've already kind of like, set us up with like the thumbnails and the marketing and stuff. So I'm going to keep that and I'm going to send the go-kart Yakuza after both of you. So do you guys want to go go-karting maybe? And nothing nefarious will happen. Yeah. 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 Yeah, I'd love to. Yeah. So uh, let's do that. Let's go hit the track. You guys will both be totally safe. Uh, I don't know why I even said that. (laughs) Yeah. Duh. (laughs) I mean, we signed a waiver, obviously. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, um, how about how about we uh, we leave this episode and get the, to the get to the tracks as soon as possible? Yeah, for sure. Uh, thank you for listening to the show uh, on YouTube, SoundCloud, iTunes, and Spotify. Uh, it really helps us out if you leave us a comment, favorite, favorite, or review. Um, we love the feedback. It helps us out a ton, gets us into curated lists, helps spread us around a bit. And the, the reviews and comments like super help the show out. They give us stuff to talk about. We usually read everything and you give us fuel for the show as well. Um, so go ahead and do that. Follow us all on Twitter. Our, uh, our private, private, no personal Twitters are all linked. I have an OnlyFans. <laughs> Check out my OnlyFans. My ass yeah. is fucking perfect. You can Look, bounce a dime off that say, shit. I'm gonna say it, okay? I got a fat ass, and I I know how to use it. So why don't you check out that cam, and watch me play Warzone with this fat ass in the camera? Yeah, we've yeah. also got Shapeless as a whole on Twitter. Uh, just tweet at any one of us, and we'll probably get back to you with some snarky reply, especially if it's Tyler. Yeah, he's just gonna bully the shit out I'm not of you. A, no, no, I don't what? know. I'm always super respectful. I'm not the wild card. Tay's hey, the wild card. I am the wild Tay, card. You are kind of the wild card. If whatever uh, podcast service you're listening to this on, whether it's Apple Podcast, Spotify, uh, a follow helps a lot, or yes, a rating and sure. review. That's very, very helpful for getting us seen by more people, uh, sharing the show on Twitter, uh, letting people know that hey, this is a funny podcast that you should listen to, and you can try and explain it to them if you want. But that stuff is very, very helpful for helping us and helping uh shapeless media as a whole like the umbrella company if you will grow and get more uh of an audience so Mm. and make sure when you're sharing this with folks uh to really cherry pick the good parts of the episode so like maybe the opening five to ten seconds um and then the rest of the podcast just kind of neglect sharing that with people so you get them really hooked into that first 10 seconds and they have to listen to the rest of it because it i I'm I'm gonna say it. it it's kind of garbage sometimes. Hey, this is this is the baseless claims challenge. Uh, take a video <laughs> of of your parental figure. Let's say your dad. Let's yes. say if, if yes, it's your yes, biological yes. dad, your stepdad, a father figure in your life. Your daddy. Show them baseless claims and film them listening to it. Just kind of see how they react. Yeah, let's just kind of see where that goes. Film their reaction, and if you tweet it at us, I Tay personally will send you a a prize for that. You got in trouble for the prize last time. Let's keep this one PG. <laughs> Y'all ready for that pod deck last laugh? Oh, my God. Obviously. I'm it, so it, ready. I've been waiting for it. It signifies the end of the show for me. Would you rather spike the punch or Xerox your butt at the next office party? <laughs> Let's just Xerox this episode. <laughs> Honestly. <laughs>